0: from Studio 6B on a Tuesday night glad you're in 8 p.m. on the East Coast Rick Delgado's here going to do some news slick Rick Rick Amarati in the we won't call it Cowboy Blue, but pretty close. Feeling Cowboys. good tonight, Cowboy Ty. Slick Rick, how are you? I'm feeling good, Big D. You know I am. I know you are. What was it, 31-14? Yes, sir. Eh, never really even that close. Nope. Wow. Um, Cowboys moving on now to San Francisco. Yeah. Took them out last year. What's that? Who took them out last year? Yeah,
1: they took them out last year. Yeah. I heard. Le- I heard you were disappointed last night that I wasn't throwing myself on the floor in the studio.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I was hoping for a little more uh, pressure on Slick Rick, but I didn't get, it. You but, didn't get uh, it. We
2: were we were looking forward to a little action, maybe you know, uh, I don't know, throwing something across uh, Harry on the highways <laughs> yeah. uh, office there to to leave
0: your mark, but no, nothing, sir. nothing. Good night. People uh, People loved the Slick Rick cam, by the way.
2: Speaking <laughs> of uh, Harry on the highway, he told me today that uh, it's been so long since he's been here, he didn't recognize it at his own office. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't recognize him either.
0: I think Harry on the highway is going to be in tomorrow night taking calls from the audience, G. So I think Harry will make an Ooh. appearance tomorrow night live from the nice. Six and you'll have a chance to call in and talk to Harry tomorrow night. Grant Stinchfield joins us tomorrow night as well. So, I'm excited about that. Night three of Grant's show will be tomorrow night. Night two was tonight, and it was fantastic, just as night one was. So, he'll join us tomorrow night. And we'll talk. I uh, heard his interview with Larry Elder about the debt ceiling. That was very good. I don't know that I agree with Larry. I think I agree more with Grant. Um, I did a video on the debt ceiling today. You can check it out on all of our social media. The Republicans lose the debt ceiling um, debate. Public. Um, whatever you want to call it, every single time it comes up, they lose it. That's because we have nobody who can articulate our positions, least of all Mitch McConnell, who is the greatest debt creator the Republican Party has ever seen. And the debt ceiling is one of those things where the, the media and the left demagogue about what's going to happen and uh, if we don't raise the debt ceiling, it's all going to hell, folks. Everything, oh my God, the country's going to hell. The credit's going to hell. It's all going. Sky is falling. Sky's falling. Everything's going to destroy everything. Default on the debt. We're not going to default on the debt. We are not going to default on the debt. The debt service payment is around $45 billion a month. The federal government takes in, in the neighborhood of about $350, $375 billion every month without fail every month. There's plenty of money to service the debt payment. And the 14th Amendment compels it. There is, there is, we are not going to default on the debt. Um, so anyways, you go check out the video I did on it this morning. It breaks it down, breaks it down why we always lose this argument. And here we go again. And we'll see this. We you know we all were up in arms about the, what was going on in the house. But the, the, these are the days and these are the fights. And today is a day that you're very thankful that the Republicans hold the House, because it's the only way, hopefully, with James Comer and Jim Jordan and others, that we're going to get to any kind of truth on anything. Because the Department of Justice is so corrupt uh, with this whole Biden thing. Now, this is day what well, this broke what Friday a week ago? Friday, so this is uh, like day 10 or 11. Yeah. And it's um, coming up on two weeks. And yeah, we yeah. still don't know who the whistleblower is. That's the only question I still want to know. I want to know who is the whistleblower here. Who set this Joe Biden documents scandal in motion and why? It's the only question I want to know. That's what I want to know. And that's what we still don't know.
2: And it's funny because you do hear from people on the other side. Who, who are claiming that this is a hit job by the Democratic Party. The Democrats are saying, you know, they, they get a feeling that this could be that, which is odd to hear because they usually, when something like this happens, you know, we've seen it time and again. They circle the wagons. They coalesce. They, they all protect each other. They all march, march in tune to the same, to the same lyrics, and, and they repeat the same stuff. Not this time. There seems to be some
0: fraying going on. How did they get there? We are, we are supposed to believe that for seven, eight years, nobody remembered they were there. And then just all of a sudden, we're supposed to take his lawyer's word for it
3: that, oh, we just happened on these things when we are cleaning out. Who sends, who sends lawyers
0: to clean out your office anyways? No, d- no, d- no. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> I am not buying anything of what I hear from his attorneys on any of this what they found when they found how much they found what and who is using this situation is all i want to know who is using who's the whistleblower or is who who is using this are they using these documents to to cover up a bigger scandal are they using these documents to get rid of biden like you just said but there's there's either something bigger going on here that these are being used for as like a first line of defense, let's distract everybody, get them on the documents, ba-ba-ba, or someone's using it, like you said, uh, someone blew the whistle here on Biden, because there's nothing else that makes any sense why yeah. we would know about this. Right. It,
2: it, it's either that, you know, either they're trying to take him out from the inside, um, you know, it could be somebody whose name rhymes with moose and rice, uh, or... It could be, and, and you know, who knows? Um, again, when you talk about who's going to benefit from... Is this a diversion from something bigger that's about to happen or, or bigger that might be coming out soon, and if we're all wrapped up over here, we might not notice this over here? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it, it could be just... It could be any number of things, and again, when you've got the media in your pocket like the Democratic Party does, it's tough to know what they're really focusing
0: in on and why. I mean, does anybody think that these lawyers actually helped move them
3: into the Penn Biden Center? How would they know they're there?
0: I mean, it just doesn't make it just doesn't make any sense.
3: You know,
2: and, and I've heard another thing too that when, when you get these documents. You, you don't just go in, grab them, and walk out. There's a, pro, there, there's a process that goes through. You have to sign these things out. People know you take them. Um, so, I don't know, was it something where people were looking through some stuff, and they, and they were like, hey, uh, we were going to subpoena these kind of documents, but uh, we see they've been checked out by a certain uh, former vice president. Do we know where these are right now? Because they're not, they're not where they're supposed to be.
0: Boy, I hardly, I hardly oh. doubt that's the case. But somebody knew they were there, which is the point. Somebody knew. And that somebody is who I want to know who that is. I want to know who knew they were there. Because somebody went to CBS News, or went to Ken, whatever his name is, over there at MSNBC, the or or somebody knew something. That's the only way we know about this, is somebody knew they were there. So either somebody who was being investigated knew they were there and said, "Oh uh, well," and used them to their advantage, or something like that has to be going on. It wasn't just like, "Oh, geez, I was going to the fridge and look what I found." <laughs> Maybe we should tell somebody about it. There's no way that's what it is. I
2: almost tripped over my Uggs and look what I found.
0: Yeah. So as I was saying, today's the day that you're thankful that the Republicans have the House because in the Wall Street Journal we get this. now we've we've all been asking. Even after the initial discovery, where the hell is the FBI? Why are Biden's attorneys, who I believe the White House counsel letter I, wrote, I read the other day that he released two, three days ago, clarified that his attorneys do not have the proper access to handle classified information? So even after the initial discovery, we've been asking where the hell is the FBI to go do the rest of the searches? to hit the rest of the Biden homes, to hit the rest of the Biden plantations all over the place. And nobody can figure out. No raids, no, no on-site, no, no nothing. No words, nothing from the press secretary. She's an incompetent buffoon. Well, today we found out. Today we found out. In a Wall Street Journal exclusive at about 5 o'clock this afternoon, headline,
3: Justice Department considered but rejected role in Biden documents search, officials opted for hands-off approach to leave special counsel's probe uncompromised. Now, uh,
0: I don't believe the special counsel's probe had actually really started when they should have been getting into this. So I'm not really sure, unless I'm, there's something I'm not understanding about this, you would think the FBI would have been there the day that these were discovered. Right. Well, there certainly wasn't a, a um, special counsel appointed then or any time in November
3: or any of the times that we, we heard about this. Now I just lost the article. Well, my question is, and again, because we're talking about the president, right?
2: The supposed president. That he goes to his home in Delaware many times. You would think he spent
0: more time there than he has in the Oval. Absolutely.
2: You would think, you know, again, that they're saying, oh, we don't have visitors records. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, Well, but still uh, might be something to that. Right. But still the secret service would have to have a present there presence there at all
0: times. That's his residence. Of course. Right. I would think (laughs) so. Even when he's not there, you would think
2: because they have to. Because what if what what if somebody comes meandering in and wants to, wants to try and do something? Well, you need to make sure that it's a, it's a secure location for when POTUS wants to come back and uh, hang out with the dog who bites everybody. Um, so to sit there and 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 they they try to blow this off like, well, you know, we don't know anything about anybody coming and going. It's just it's not it's not it's not believable. I call shenanigans.
0: Well, I, I called, I mean, I don't want to jump around here, but I called shenanigans on this whole thing yesterday saying, how, how could they not know who's coming and going from, from this house um, that uh, as a former vice president, now current president, how do they not know who's coming or going from this house? And then uh, I was reminded, someone sent to me this article in Politico from 2017, October, President Trump had been in office since the beginning of um, that year. Secret Service says no visitor logs for Mar-a-Lago. There are no visitor logs or other systems of tracking those who visited President Donald Trump in his winter retreat known as Mar-a-Lago. Secret Service official confirmed Wednesday. This is from October 5th, 2017. So, I don't know. As I I gated or tweeted or something this morning, maybe this is just a thing
3: and we didn't know about it. It seems improbable to me. But what the hell do I know about it? I don't know. So it seems like they didn't
0: have any idea. They didn't have any of these kind of logs then either.
3: Which, you know,
2: yeah. Uh, Color me surprised because that doesn't seem to make sense. When you're talking about the president of the United States, people coming and going from his residence, You would think they'd have to. Hey, uh, oh, we we had the exterminator come. Are you sure it was the exterminator, not somebody planting bugs? Maybe not somebody planting an explosive device. I don't know. It just—it doesn't seem plausible.
0: It doesn't to me either. But again, this was this was in 2017, first nine months of the Trump administration. This is uh, responding to a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit. Special Agent Kim Campbell said that her agency had a smattering of records regarding some foreign dignitaries and law enforcement officers who met with President Trump earlier this year during their stays at the Palm Beach Resort that he owns. However, Secret Service acknowledged the lack of a comprehensive or even a routine process for tracking such visitors, Hmm. such as the one used for the White House. All right, I got a lot of Biden stuff to get into here. There's a lot going on here. Bye from Studio 6B on a Tuesday. Studio 6B, 17 past the hour. Glad you're in on a Tuesday night live from Studio 6B. Rick D is going to do some news. Rick Emirati's going to do some sports. I want to get back to this Wall Street Journal exclusive. I didn't get to really even get into it. But here we go again. This is, um, this is Hillary Clinton basically all over again, at least the beginnings of it, what it seems to me. Merrick Garland clearly thinks it's his job to defend Joe Biden or, or protect him, at least for now. Until this story maybe evolves more and we find out who the whistleblower is who started this whole ball rolling. Because somebody did.
3: Somebody started this ball rolling. And that's what we need to find out who and why. Because that's obviously the crux of the whole story.
0: They didn't just happen upon these documents sitting in a garage or sitting in the Penn Biden Center uh, just by happenstance and go, oh, yeah, let's just blow up the whole administration and just turn this over in five, you know, in the next... Three days, make everything available. Run to NBC. Run to CBS. No, no, no. Somebody blew the whistle here, who knew that they could use this to either to their advantage, or use it to tell Joe, we're going to put a cap on this, and you're going to let's just wrap it up and let's move on to uh, whatever the next step's going to be,
3: because nothing else makes any sense. But what the, what the Department of Justice did today is why. You know,
0: we think they're as corrupt as could be, and we live in a two-tier justice system because this is Hillary Clinton all over again, the start the beginning of it. So I'll get to that. Uh, we have clips of the media really, really shaking the pom-poms for Biden now. And we have the press briefing room today that basically divulged into, well, almost w, not WWE, but pretty close. People, they've had enough even they even they know it doesn't make any sense those lap dogs
3: did not she, today
2: did she crack today
0: i mean getting close i mean she's just being used right i mean at this point she's yeah. just being used so i mean she's being used as a front you know to, to she they're just throwing her to the wolves the red meat out right in front of her letting the wolves would you know lift in the gate and letting them all come in there <laughs> she's got she has no no chance to be six. i mean she's got she's lost so all right, we'll get to all of that. Let's do some sports, though. So sports is brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. MyPillow.com, promo code is LFS6B. We appreciate when you use it at checkout. Slick so Rick, what's going on? Well, let's put a cap and wrap on the
1: Super Wild Card Weekend with a Dallas Cowboy victory last night. Cowboys 31, Tampa, Brady, excuse me, Tampa Bay 14, Dak Prescott 25-33, of 33, 305 yards, four touchdowns in the air, one on the ground, first Dallas Cowboy in playoff history. And there's been some great Dallas Cowboy quarterbacks, that, is, that the score throw four passes for a touchdown and additional rushing touchdown. So, big night for Dak Prescott coming out party there and tight end Dalton Schultz 95 yards and two touchdowns. First Dallas Cowboy tight end in playoff history to score two touchdowns. Which What's the uh, line
0: What's the line next week?
1: Three and a half it would be, Big D. The San Francisco 49ers in Santa Clara, California, are favored by three and a half points mm. come Sunday. You were right. It was a soft uh-huh, one. Uh-huh. Relatively Thank soft. you very
0: much. Yeah. I, I Thank was just going to say to Big you, D. who was talking about this last night? Thank you very much.
1: You were Thank talking you about that, buddy.
0: What, what did I say it was going to be?
1: You said it'd be probably three and a half, four.
0: No, I didn't maybe. go four.
1: Matt, I well, didn't well, Paul, hear four. I think Paul, Thank had, you.
0: Thank Paul, you. Paul, Paul,
1: Paul went to five. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. right. Three and a half, you
0: Happy said. birthday to Paul Nolan, by the way, who unfortunately is at a wake tonight. Oh, wow. Today's his birthday, he, too? He informed... Yes, it is. Today Weird. is Paul's birthday. Happy birthday, Mr. Nolan. Happy birthday, and Papa. I'm, and I'm, I'm sorry that you're at a wake if somebody... I, he said some friend who was... Well, I don't want to get. I mean, he's at awake, so he can talk about it if right. he wants. I don't know who it is, but uh, he said, "Is it awake tonight?" So that's not a great, not great. So. Well, no, Damon, duh, not great. Yes, obviously, it's not (laughs) great. Uh, What else is going on in sports?
1: Well, no, January 17th is a great day in Cowboy history. Actually, Lone Star Lady, uh, Ultra Maga, had uh, sent me a gaitle earlier. How about them Cowboys? 30 years ago today, Jimmy Johnson in San Francisco quoted that phrase, made that phrase, how about them Cowboys? So it's their anniversary. It's also the anniversary of their first playoff win in
0: 30 years on the road. So good stuff going on in Dallas. Settle down over there. Let me ask ask you a question, Slick, Rick. It's it's 21. it's um twenty four twenty three you just scored the the tying touchdown, and you got to kick the extra point next week. What are you?
1: <laughs> I'm going to go to Brett Money, Maher. <laughs>
0: what are you going to do?
1: He's bankrupt right now. Uh yeah. I mean, hey, you're going to pray and uh, say my novenas, and how can mm. I put my okay. head under the bed, and that's it, big <laughs> thing.
0: I mean, that that is unexplainable, right?
1: It's incredible. First time in NFL history, I believe somebody said in the 30s. I mean, 1930s. I think a guy missed four or five extra points in a game, but who even knows what kind of stats they were keeping back in the day? But yeah, that's. I mean, the problem
0: is it's in his head now. You miss four in a row. It's in your head. It's hard to get that. uh, I mean, yeah, I think he comes back. You can go out when no one's in the stadium this week and kick 4,000 extra points. And as soon as you get in the game and they score your heart's racing. If you're him, right. Yeah, of course. Because you're not going to get this game next week against a team who can really run the ball. I mean, yeah. Tampa can't run the ball. He threw it 100 times last night.
1: Yeah, 9 is just the opposite, boy. They can move the ball on yeah. offense, especially on the ground. So, uh, And uh, I got some rodeo to get to Big D. Got a great story out of the great state of Iowa. The Catholic Diocese uh, is uh, coming out with some uh, strict rules about the uh, transgender athletes in sports. So, glad to see that. But I want to just say one shout out to Miss Liberty 108, her husband Bruce Woody Woodward of Tucson, Arizona. Uh, he survived the tricky brain surgery right before Christmas, and I want to shout him out. Watches the show every single night. She says they got we got to come to Arizona with the show. She'll get that Fox Theater filled for us, Big D. And uh, by the way, I found out afterwards reading. I wanted to shout them out a few days ago. Bruce is a Cowboys fan, so Bruce, <laughs> turn him loose. Stay
0: well. Good luck, my man. That's a wrap in sports, Big D. Back to hey, you. I just had a good idea. You guys want to sing? Uh, you guys want to sing happy birthday to Paul? Yeah. All right. right. Happy birthday birthday to to you, Paul. Happy Happy birthday birthday to to you. you. Happy Happy birthday, birthday, Papa Nolan.
1: Happy birthday, (laughs) and we'll see you next Tuesday.
0: (laughs) Uh, That's the the Joe Biden version of happy birthday, which is the version we will for now ever do on this show. (laughs) Uh, All right. Thanks, Rick. Let's do some news. And here with the news is Rick Delgado. What's going on? All
2: right. Well, it seems like the only news these days seems to be uh, hovering around Joe Biden and his uh, document drama. Well, President Trump uh, yesterday taunted Joe Biden after the White House lawyers claimed that there are no visitors logs at Biden's Wilmington home. Biden spent uh, 40% of his presidency so far on vacation at his home in Wilmington and Rehoboth Beach homes where there are no visitor logs. Like every president in decades of modern history, for personal residence is personal, the White House Counsel's Office said last night. But upon taking office, President Biden did restore the norm and tradition of keeping White House visitor logs, including publishing them regularly after the previous administration ended it. It was revealed last week that Joe Biden improperly of course stored stolen classified Documents in his garage in his Wilmington, Delaware home. The the uh, documents, as the president himself said, are stored in the garage next to his Corvette. Reminds me of a song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Trump put Joe Biden on notice when he released this truth and said the White House just announced that there are no logs or information on any kind. On visitors to the Wilmington House and flimsy, unlocked and unsecured, but now very famous garage. Maybe they are smarter than we think. He says this is one seemingly uh, this is one of seemingly many places where highly classified documents are stored in a big pile on the damp floor. Marlago is a highly secured facility with secret service cameras. I mean, with with security cameras all over the place and watched over by staff and our great secret service. I have info on everyone. Trump said, on his Monday post, so interesting that he would take a shot at Joe Biden over this particular thing. And remember what I was saying last night—that President Obama could come riding it out of nowhere and save Joe if he just said, "Hey, you know what? It was me. I declassified those documents for Joe and I gave it to him." Well, seems like that may not happen because Obama's ethics chief has slammed Biden's inexcusable neglect. Of the most basic security protocols, this coming from just the news. His former government ethics uh, director, Walter Schaub, the Obama appointee, said discovery of the classified documents in President Joe Biden's home and former office reflects an inexcusable neglect of basic security procedures. The White House this month said the classified documents from Biden's time as vice president were found in November in his former office and on mu- in multiple places. So...
0: Well, Obama hates Biden. I mean, yeah. come on, let's, let's face the facts here. He's probably him and Susan Rice are probably the ones behind this. Maybe, yeah, maybe they both hate him. Get Gramps out of there. Back to the dog track, pal. All right, live from Studio Six B. We'll get into this um, Wall Street Journal article and much more when we get back. Credit to this. 30 minutes past the hour. Live from Studio 6B on a Tuesday. Glad you're in. Rick D's gonna do some more news. Emirati will have some more sports. Gio Fran holding it down as always. Want to say hello to everybody in the getter chat that's in there. RavMod2. I ain't nobody 2022. Uh, I see uh a lot of the usual Donna's in there. I think I saw Donna from Cowboy Logic in there as well. Bradley Laborman's in there. What's Zen going on, master. everybody? Is the Zen Master the in there? The Zen Master is in there. Okay, very good. Very good, very good. Keep the comments coming. Uh, so back to this Wall Street Journal uh, article tonight around 5 o'clock. Justice Department considered, this is really unbelievable. The Justice Department considered having FBI agents monitor a search by President Biden's lawyers for classified documents at his homes, but decided against it both to avoid complicating later stages of the investigation. How? How does having the quote-unquote preeminent um, law enforcement agency in the world who just raided the, form, the house of a former president, how is bringing them in after classified documents were found at a vice, former vice president's uh, Chinese front group money laundering uh, building how does bringing them in complicate later stages of the investigation? Um, I'm not understanding that. And because Mr. Biden's attorneys had quickly turned over a first batch and were cooperating, according to people familiar with the matter. Now, how could you not use the same definition to what was going on
3: in mar Granted, it was more, more documents, clearly. We get that.
0: But the president says that they were in, he was in close communication with the Department of Justice, mm-hmm. with the National Archives, with whoever else he needed to be in. And they had some kind of working relationship, at least for some time.
2: Yeah, because they were back and forth a few times. Uh, Change the
0: way you do this, put a lock on the door, yeah. we want them over here. Right. But th- here, they didn't go, they didn't think to send the FBI, after the first discovery, they just said, eh, Let the guys who don't have any clearance to
3: handle this keep on going because they're doing a great job. Because they had turned over things quickly, the first batch. After Mr. Biden's lawyers discovered documents marked as classified, why, why did they discover them?
0: How did they discover them? Who told them to discover them? That's the only thing that matters. Dating from his term as vice president and an office he used at a Washington-based think tank. (laughs) (laughs) That still makes me laugh. On November 2nd, (laughs) the Justice Department opened an inquiry into why and how they got there. Mr. Biden's legal team prepared to search his other properties. Why did they? Why would they be the ones to prepare to search his other properties at that point? Make that make sense to me, given what we've seen with the former president. They find. However many of this first batch is, 10 or so, 2 or 10, whatever the hell it was. They take two days, I believe, was the story,
3: to to tell the Department of Justice. Mm -hmm. And then the Department of Justice says, let them continue. Mr. Biden's legal team prepared to search his other properties for
0: any similar documents. And discussed with the Justice Department the prospect of having FBI agents present while Mr. Biden's lawyers conducted the additional searches. Okay, so there's something clearly here that I don't get, which is not surprising. I'm not the smartest guy in the room. How could people who don't have clearance to handle classified information after finding classified information continue on with the search for more classified information. Am I missing something here? <laughs> not only continue on looking for more
2: classified information, but looking for classified information, they still do not have clearance to look at in the first place.
0: They contact them and <laughs> say, hey, we found these. We're going to continue on. Is that, What do they say? Like, is that is that okay with you? Or do you want to send someone down here to oversee it? Or do you guys actually want to do it since you are clear, like, cleared to handle this? Is that how this goes down? There's got to be something here I'm not understanding. Because this is just crazy to you, you me on what, its surface.
2: You know what this reminds me of real quick before we get back to the article? It reminds me of, remember with the DNC break-in, uh, the hack? And they were like, oh, we're, we're, we're going to have the FBI check it. Oh, the FBI didn't end up checking anything. They, they handed it off to what, CrowdStrike? Some company to look into it to see if it was hacked? Remember, when something happens with a Democrat, the FBI goes, Oop, hands off, we'll let you guys handle it.
3: Continuing here, instead, the two sides agreed that Mr. Biden's personal attorneys
0: would inspect the homes, notify the Justice Department as soon as they identified any other potentially classified records, and arrange for law enforcement authorities to take them. So are they insinuating by this that they just, like, they, like, moved the folders like this and, oh, okay, don't look at it. Don't open it. Oh, man, that's another one, I think. Push it off to the side. Is that what we're supposed to believe was going on here? (laughs) They they were going to do this. Those (laughs) deliberations, which haven't previously been reported, shed new light on how the Biden's team effort to cooperate with investigators have thus far helped it avoid more aggressive law enforcement action. In the weeks since news reports first surfaced about the documents, the incident has drawn parallels to the discovery of a much larger number of documents at former president Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home in Florida which federal agents obtained a warrant to search in August after more than a year of negotiations between Mr. Trump's lawyers, the National Archives and the Justice Department and after Mr. Trump's lawyers said all documents had been returned. Mr. Trump's supporters have accused the Justice Department of a double standard in the treatment. Mr. Biden's supporters have pointed out to the president's legal team's cooperation Again, I don't know where the padding is in, in the law for how you respond or how you feel or how your lawyers act or when they act. I don't know where that is.
3: And I don't think we'd apply that to any, uh, anything else. But they say that's the key difference.
0: Okay. Well I, I don't know that that's a difference whatsoever. I don't see how that matters one damn iota. But the media certainly cut zero, G. The media certainly is running with that idea. And the talking points have clearly been sent out, at least to them for now. And here's a little bit of what that sounds like. Cut zero. Roll that.
4: President Biden's lawyers found less than a dozen documents in an office he used in Washington and turned them over to the National Archives.
5: That's not the sort of thing you need a special counsel for. If you're a vice president or a president, you have a little more flexibility to move stuff around. There's no crime, not by any person and with no relationship to Biden.
1: (laughs) The Trump investigation and this Biden investigation are completely different. I think everyone understands
6: that. This couldn't look (laughs) more worse. Even though the cases are so different.
3: Completely different based on what the Biden team is telling us so far.
5: They couldn't be more different.
3: The facts are very, very different. Very different from what happened at Mar-a-Lago. Two completely
4: different situations. Completely different. Completely different so
5: completely
1: different (laughs) these two incidents are as different as night and day it is night and day different from trump there seems to be a night and day difference here it's night and
2: day how worried are you that the classified documents issue facing the president will distract from democrats
4: overall goals sadly this document uh, taking from uh, Vice President Biden is going to be a distraction. A special counsel investigation will no longer uh, will no doubt be a distraction for the White House. From a national security homeland security perspective, it's a huge distraction.
0: So as you can see, the talking points are out. Mm-hmm. The drones pretty much sound alike.
2: I'm catching I'm catching a theme,
0: and they're all right that there's that there's. Um, that there's no difference between the two, because Biden's is way worse. Exactly. Way worse. I was th-
1: heck, what I was thinking.
0: Because there's no justification for him having them. Right. None.
2: I- Except if you listen to, I think it was one of the first clips, where they said presidents and vice presidents. They tried to make it, make it one and the same. It's not one and the same. The president is, is under the Presidential Records Act, and everybody else falls under the Federal Records Act, including the vice president. So again, there's another example of your media lying to you, to your face.
0: Someone in the getter chat just said, this ain't live. I don't know what you're talking about, but. Um, <laughs> oh boy. check the uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, Yeah, I just, I, I, I don't understand um, this Wall Street Journal report today. And as uh, Banshee over in Red State said, can anyone explain how having the FBI present while the searches were being conducted, would have complicated the later stages of the investigation. That's like saying that a murderer should be allowed to examine his own crime scene lest the investigation become complicated. I have no idea what the logic is in that assertion. When someone breaks the law, you don't trust them to self-report any evidence (laughs) of their law-breaking. Past that, This notion that Biden and his lawyers were cooperating is a total farce. How is it cooperating to hang on to classified information for six, seven years, only reporting it at the most politically opportune moment? The White House has yet to explain why these documents were being searched for, which I don't think is actually the case, which would seem important to delineate motive and intent. Ah. The biggest question, aside from how the documents got there in the first place, is just being completely glossed over with proclamations of cooperation that are dubious at best. That's exactly right. Nothing about this situation makes sense. That is exactly right. And for the DOJ just to shrug at what could very well be duplicitous behavior is more proof of its rank partisanship. A.G. Merrick Garland had no problem ordering FBI agents to publicly raid Mar-a-Lago, but having a few FBI agents simply oversee Biden's personal lawyers was a bridge too far? That's a ridiculous and clear double standard of justice. There was nothing to be lost by playing things safe and getting the FBI involved after the first batch of documents turned up. Instead, the DOJ seemingly didn't want to put Biden and his team in the position of incriminating themselves. That's what this feels like. If the FBI were sent in, they might actually find something that makes the president's life more difficult. Better to just sit on the sidelines and let Biden run an investigation basically into himself. If there was any hope after the appointment of a special counsel that the DOJ wasn't protecting Biden... This story has to dash those ideas. Things are the same as they ever were, and it's just a matter of time before the special counsel comes back and assures us that no reasonable
3: prosecutor, just like (laughs) Comey did, would pursue this case. And that is absolutely spot on. There's no other, I don't know how anyone could come to any other reasonable
0: um, explanation of why they wouldn't go in after the first documents were reported to them.
3: Well,
2: Damon, they did say that they were working with them. So you have that. And Joe Biden says he takes this very seriously. Very seriously. So you have that. So that, that's all you need if you're a Democrat. Remember, two
0: tiers. Oh, and they did it so fast, don't you know? Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what the law says. Look how they responded. It's like saying, hey, he returned the money. He, re- he, robbed the- he, re- he returned the money, though. He didn't mean. Got to, to the parking yeah. lot, said, mm, yeah. brought right. it back. Nothing to see here.
2: He didn't mean to chop her into pieces. He tried to put her back together, but, you know. <laughs> I,
0: mean, I, know. <laughs> yeah. a, a, I think that's a, a little, little too, strong. A little too far? Just a little bit. All right, live from Studio 6B on a Tuesday. We'll do some more news and sports. <laughs> $49,910. Remember that number. We'll talk about that as well. Is that part of what's going on here? The bigger picture as they say. Don't <laughs> 6B on a Tuesday night, 40, uh, 13 till the hour. It's always interesting <laughs> when you either say 30 minutes past the hour, 17 past the hour, and then when you get into the second half of the hour, you're supposed to say 13 till the hour. Damon, I mean, that's how you do it in radio. Is that how you do it? Yeah, 13 till the hour, live from Studio 6B on a Tuesday. Glad you're in. Slick so Rick's going to do sports here in a second. Rick, though, God, is going to do some news And uh, he's going to give us a theory that he tells me he has in a commercial (laughs) break so I can get more emails asking if he was struck in the head (laughs) as a child.
6: (laughs) Sorry, my hands look
0: Yeah, exactly. Let's do the LOL of the day first. (laughs) (laughs) I only fell out of a car once. Yes, there you go. It was moving. LOL of the day. Hit it.
4: Are you? Oh, that oh, that was, was February. Ryan, I think they're ready for it. It was my last trip. That's yeah. our cue, I believe. <laughs> oh, uh, we're getting <laughs> oh, counted down. Is. Ryan, Ryan.
1: Ryan. little economic uh, moron. The
2: clear and present danger of disinformation uh, is our conversation here this afternoon. It follows a session just now about disrupting distrust.
1: And of course, those are connected. So I hope that's where we can start. Uh, I'm Brian Stelter, formerly of CNN, now a fellow at Harvard University. Let me briefly introduce our panelists. Uh, Since we're being live streamed,
2: a reminder that the hashtag is WEF23. We can try to put some real information out into the world to make up for all the crazy.
0: (laughs) He said that. What did that guy say to him, Brian? You need a bigger collar. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, your collar's a little tight there. Oh man! Hit the salad. Hit the salad bar, Brian, before you come on. Is that what he said to him? Something like that. Brian Stelter, (laughs) (laughs) formerly now a fellow, formerly of CNN. (laughs) I'm a fellow. The lowest rated network in the world. (laughs) Yes, good. Oh, man, Brian Stelter, reliable sources. The biggest oxymoron name of a show ever. Um, Yes, as someone just said in the chat, Potato Head, Mr. Potato Head, yes. (laughs) Little Brian (laughs) Stuttler. Uh, all right, let's do some sports, and here with that is Slick Rick, Rick Gamerani. Sports is brought to you by MyPillow, mypillow.com, slash LFS6B. That's the code, LFS6B at checkout. What's going on, Slick Rick? Uh, we know we love the
1: rodeo. Let me get to the rodeo. We got the National Western Stock Show and Rodeo in Denver, Colorado, at the beautiful Denver Coliseum. Stand the test of time at Denver Coliseum. Here we go, big D. This runs through the 22nd, so started on the 12th, 10-day event, and we're already in bracket five. All right, he alive. Come on, wow. saddle wow. up here. Bracket five, first round, Brandon Harris on Steer Wrestling, 4.3 seconds. That's a dang good score. Team <laughs> roping, bracket five. Damn. We got a tie. We got Rhett Anderson, Chris Young, and... Chet White's and Jase Davis five point three seconds tie yellow. down. Come on, Big D, stay with me now. Saddle up. I got uh, up bracket five. Chet White's eight point three seconds and bow racing. My favorite event. I got my bow racing girl right over there with my other cartoon <laughs> characters. Oh, <wait>. <laughs> you do? Hey, Big D, it's your favorite. Brittany Posey Tanozi 14.84. test. good score for Brittany Posey
0: Tenosi. Brandon? Here we
1: go. Total payout three hundred. <laughs> 151,795 Smackaroos Big D. So uh, we're going to keep an eye on that rodeo. We'll give you a full recap. It's the only rodeo that I have that's cooking right now. Everybody's like, don't forget the rodeo in Cooks County. Listen, I get all the rodeos I can, but this ain't a rodeo show. <laughs> and this ain't my first rodeo either. Maybe my second. But here we go, Big D. <laughs> Listen to this story. Here we go out of Brightbart. Iowa Catholic Diocese prohibits boys and girls sports. Students must use bathrooms corresponding to their biological sex. Warner Todd Houston of Breitbart, the only place you're going to see this. The Catholic Diocese of Des Moines, Iowa, has issued new policies that ban transgender girls from playing school and church sports against natural-born girls and also restricts bathrooms and locker rooms to use only by birth gender, not chosen gender. The new policy spearheaded by Bishop William M. Jonason, 60, will be implemented in the 17 area schools, 4 hospitals, and 80 parishes controlled by the diocese. We have to have a policy for this now. That's where we're at. Nope. They're covering the old bases. Uh, The leadership said the seven new rules would not apply to outside vendors, visitors, uh, specifically related to sports. One new rule maintains that all persons must use the bathroom or locker room that matches their biological sex. However, the diocese did not rule out the use of single person bathrooms. Another rule also limits athletics to natural born participants. With the exception of co-ed sports, males are to play in male sports and females are to play in female sports. There is no crossover, the rule states, barring transgender girls from playing against natural born girls. The new policy also maintains that teachers and school and church staffers are prohibited from using preferred pronouns on church property. Indeed, the policy argues against made-up pronouns saying, while intended as an act of charity, instead promotes the disassociation of biological sex and gender and thereby confuses or denies personal integrity other policies prohibit boys from wearing girls schools uniforms and vice versa bars boys claiming to be transgender from attending girls schools and prevents nurses and administrators from administering puberty blockers to children on church property um and then it goes on to say they acknowledge the freedom of uh, of the conscience to withdraw or absent themselves from situations they find objectable uh Co-committantly, they uh, must likewise respect the church's mission to witness to truths accessible to reason and faith if they are to fully participate in our faith communities, including our Catholic schools, the church added. Um, And, uh, well, of course, unsurprisingly, state Democrats and LGBTQ activists are blasting the diocese. Anti-Christian Democratic State Senator Claire Selsey, for instance, posted a tweet accusing the diocese of causing trans kids to commit suicide. We've heard that one before. Uh, Diocese of Des Moines codifies, or codifies, Austro-racism, austro-racism, of transgender kids. These schools want public dollars and want to treat kids in a way that might cause them to commit suicide. This is not what Jesus would do, she tweeted. So craziness. But I wanted to get that in Big D. That was in Breitbart, the only place you're going to see that. And Catholic Church laying down a heavy policy on, uh, on transgender, trying to get that out of the out of the system. But you're right. They have to have a policy for it.
0: Yeah, we have to have a policy for it now to make it clear. Boys don't go in the girls' locker room. Okay, you see the story of the girl the, that happened at a gym just recently. Yep,
3: the young lady, right? I saw the yeah. lady yeah, in the po- posted
0: her video, and as the police are there, he walks back in. Yep.
3: I mean, God. and they made the girl
1: feel terrible, from what I understand, right? She was they they they, were, they made her feel terrible for even rep- reporting it. Or oh yeah, up- the police. Are, yeah. So,
0: I mean, I, again, I, know. I don't I don't know this for sure, but I, the right. word is the police said it's oh, well, it's a touchy subject. The touchy subject, yeah, like literally, <laughs> it's going to become a touchy subject if we don't do something.
1: Yep. Well, the sports uh, collided with uh, Joe Biden as the Warriors visited the White House. We'll get to that later in sports. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: should be. Oh a long no! One. Oh, oh yeah, really? really? That was today. Oh yeah! And
1: Kamala was there too. They both got jerseys. <laughs>
0: Did Joe talk about when he had a triple double back in? The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he, when he smoked Bob Cousy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Rick. Next, we'll do some more sports. Uh Let's do a little news. We'll do some news when we get back an hour two. Oh, we got what even is? Oh, what even is that tonight? Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. oh! I haven't even promoted. My God! What even is that? My uh, new favorite segment of the show is coming up top of the hour. Rick Delgado on double duty tonight. I forgot. What is your, uh, oh. what's the basis of your, what even is that tonight? All right, this.
1: Yeah. Oh, no. Come <laughs> oh, on. Yeah. It's a nutcracker. <laughs> I'm telling you.
0: This, <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. this, really? one's, this, this one's. Uh, oh, he's got a theory. We'll leave it at that. Oh, I'm so happy I am. Speaking of theories. <laughs> oh, let's,
4: oh, here, we oh, here we go. Here we go. Speaking of
0: theories. Uh, okay, here we go.
2: It's, it's, uh, all right. Real quick, back back to the Biden situation. We all know the Biden situation, right? <laughs> We're trying to think, why is this story coming out now? What are they doing? Are they trying to kneecap him, you know, from the inside and kind of get him out? But who would they who would they usher in as a replacement for Kamala? Because of course she would ascend the next step up, something nobody wants to see, correct? Correct. Okay. So here's my theory though. How okay. are they going to get him out? Are they going to use the 25th Amendment? I don't know. Are they going to use this? I don't know. Do you think maybe in a way they're going to do this where the 25th Amendment will be used? Um, And and I say this because we all know and we've heard we've heard rumblings about this before that before Joe goes out to do any speaking, they jack him up on some drugs because of his dementia. Right. Are they going to start kind of cutting off some of these meds are they going to start to you know back off on the doses they give him so he appears more dis- dis- disoriented dis a little 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 more out there
5: and, and my mind's make, going
2: blank now. yeah and, and make it easier for people in the administration to go you know what this is this is this is deteriorating fast we need to do something i don't know it's a theory i'm just throwing it out there you just don't know Will they cut his meds back? And he's going to start getting worse now. And it's going to generate people feeling sorry for him.
0: Um, right. I, don't, I don't know how people will feel about him, but I do think it's a concern. Um, whether someone's purposely doing it, I have no idea. But it, it, it also brings up the concern of what the Department of Justice did here. I mean, Joe Biden is a total disaster. Uh, we got to go. All right, we'll, we'll do this when we get back. Six b Hour 2 on a Tuesday night. Slick Rick's doing sports in a good mood on his Cowboys win last night. Geo Friend holding it down as always. Lots to get to in Hour 2. We got a crazy town coming up. We've got a little compilation of what happened in the press briefing room today. (laughs) Just uh, a couple other things to get to. We already did the LOL of the day. We'll do some more sports. We'll get into $49,910. That's a... um, That was a rent deposit payment. What does that all mean? How does that add up? Joe Biden's tax returns have mysteriously disappeared off the website. I believe right before this all we found out now or in the last day or so that those disappeared right before this all started to leak. So there's, again, who's the whistleblower and why did they blow the whistle? Until we find that out, everything else is a theory. Just a theory. Oh, please. Um,
2: Vicky Joe says her theory, uh, my theory, is close to what she just emailed you. So you have that to look forward to.
0: Okay, I'm sure that one will be forwarded to me. Um, <laughs> I, wonder if it, I wonder if she prefaced whatever she said with, did, did Rick get hit on the head as a child, as a, as a lot of the other ones did last time You had a theory. I don't know. I
2: don't know what you're talking we'll about.
0: We'll have to wait and see. But speaking of Rick, and whether he did or not, We may have a better idea of that answer after this, which is one of my new favorite segments here on the show. And that, of course, is Rick Delgado with what even is that? All right, Damon. So
2: I preface this with just 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 bear with me. So,
0: you know. With all the talk. Someone check if the Zen Master's watching before we launch (laughs) into this.
2: So, so, no, no, follow me here. This this might make sense. Uh, So, you know, with all the talk of dis and misinformation these days, something it's it's hard to know what to believe and what not to believe. I mean, from who we just saw, Brian Stelter, of all people. And he's wearing pants, by the way, hosting a panel (laughs) on the clear and present danger of disinformation at the World Economic Forum's annual meeting. Yeah. To naked hammer fights with Paul Pelosi at 2 a.m. And no, I am not going to let this story go away. The attack on our perception of what the truth is is continuously going on. And if it weren't for the fact that, well, the quote-unquote conspiracy theorists are basically undefeated the last few seasons— I'd say to get ready and to have your potatoes poached one more time, kids. And believe me, I don't even know if you can poach a potato. Maybe you do. I don't.
0: I don't know.
2: Thanks to the new owner of Twitter, Mr. Musk, has brought back various accounts and has allowed certain things to be posted or not to be removed at all. And it is with this in mind that I direct your attention here. Okay. Now, I don't know if this is one of them, but have you seen this? Well, of course you have, right? Everyone is, uh, for the most part, has seen this. It's an iconic uh, photograph image of the fall of Afghanistan, where we see Afghans running alongside a U.S. C-17 cargo plane wanting to escape the imminent, imminent fall of Afghanistan. This photo from the New York Post, but basically every news outlet had this photograph. As a matter of fact, every major news outlet not only had the photo and the story, but they also had video Hmm. This one from ABC News, right? You see everybody running along? You see the little ABC logo? Boom. This is what we've seen. This next one here, this is from CNN. And if you listen as the reporter describes the goings on on the ground, check this out. And then this startling image, one of the U.S.'s largest cargo planes taxiing laden with Afghans who did not want to be left behind. Riveting, right? And now this from Global News and the Associated Press, and they even put a warning before the video as well, but they have this as well, and you can see it. It's the same video. Everybody's running the same video, right? People running alongside the gigantic Boeing-made C-17 aircraft. But is that actually what we are seeing? Or is it what they wanted us to see so our brains automatically see it?
6: I'm announced. I'm announced. All right. You know what? Good I'm call,
2: Gio. Yes, I am a nut. So much so that, that when you stop the video like I did here, look at the plane now. Is there anything else nutty that jumps out
3: at you? Okay, maybe you don't see it. How about now? Hmm. Like Steve Martin in bed with
2: John Candy.
3: Why are you holding my hand?
5: Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. Yes.
2: Those aren't pillows. But are those real cockpit windows, right? Are they? They don't look it. So I did a little research, and here's what any internet search will show you. Check this out. Here's one angle from one that we built for the U.K. Royal Air Force, where you can see the cockpit windows. You can see inside. And here's another of our own from the U.S. Air Force. And now I ask you again, look at the windows. You can see inside. Are those windows? I don't know. But now if you're like me, and I hope most of you aren't, um, let's go back to the original video. And are we actually seeing what they are telling us we are seeing? Are these people really running alongside the C-17? Are they really trying to flee Afghanistan? Let's take a look. And then the startling image,
6: one of the U.S.'s largest cargo planes, taxi, Afghanistan.
2: Or, or, or is this something else? And why are they smiling? And why is this guy celebrating? Is that just a giant version of the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile? I mean, I don't know, but, but take a good look at this picture again. And it's a screen grab I took of the video. Is it just a giant float? Look, I'm not saying it is, and I'm not saying it isn't, but I do invite you to do your own research, and if you want, check it out. Maybe you'll find something that proves me wrong. And again, I don't know, but when you step back and you realize that our government has no issue lying to us about virtually everything Anything
5: this time he has a trump card,
2: and that the media his secret
3: services have
5: assembled a phantom army
2: the same and is all too willing to go along with it.
3: It does make you wonder what are we seeing? I mean, what even is that? Or makes you wonder who was flying that thing.
0: Damon, back (laughs) to you. Uh, That seems shady. (laughs) Gee, I want to place a phone call.
6: I want to place a phone
0: call to uh, whoever we have for head trauma around here.
2: I'm just asking questions, man. I I fell down this rabbit hole this morning on Twitter. I I I saw a t-shirt with that. I was... (laughs) I was zooming in, I was checking out this picture, and I'm like, man, it doesn't look like glass. It doesn't look like the other ones.
0: Okay, let's go to the audience here. Rick needs a vacation. I just had one. (laughs) Rick got this one. Where's the other wing to the airplane? So people are already asking. (laughs) You know know what?
2: At the beginning of the video, you can see the other wing. I also looked into that. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, what about the people behind the jet engines? They would be blown away. I saw that,
2: uh, believe it or not, a few times written by people who have been around those planes. It says there's no way they could be around those engines if they're actually, uh, you know, Uh being used.
0: Seagal 2020 says, let it all out, Rick. Let it all out. I think he just did. Um, Let's see what else the audience...
2: Sneaky Pete, I am not eating shrooms.
0: Delgado, are you drunk? <laughs> you drunk. <laughs> sneaky Pete. Sneaky Pete said what? <laughs> I love Sneaky
2: Pete. <laughs> am I eating shrooms? <laughs> okay. No, <I'm> Sneaky Pete. <laughs> yeah. I mean I mean uh, okay. GRH 4345 said these people would have gotten sucked into the intake. they yeah. probably right. Yep. And again, I don't know. Taxing? Yeah.
0: Mhm. Okay. No. Well, just an idea. Leave you with a little something to think about tonight. Exactly. As you... uh... We ask
1: questions. (laughs) Let him land this plane already.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay, very good. All right, 9 past the hour, live from Studio 6B. Um, Breitbart today, Republicans rip hunters recorded $49,910 rent deposit payment as corrupt. Now, have you been following this... This story about this payment and these numbers and this matching a rent deposit for $49,910. Republicans are raising concerns about Hunter Biden's recorded $49,910 rent and deposit payments following multiple inconsistencies reported by Breitbart News regarding Hunter's access to the Delaware House where his father stored classified documents. Emails found on Hunter Biden's laptop from hell show Hunter paid a $49,910 rental deposit to the House of Sweden for an office for the Biden family businesses venture with the infamous CEFC China Energy Company. The Biden family had previously negotiated a deal with CEFC, whereby Joe Biden, the big guy would receive 10% equity stake in the joint venture, uh, whistleblower Tony Bobolinsky stated. Hunter's $49,910 deposit also matches the amount of money he logged as rent for housing on a 2018 background check document unearthed
3: by the New York Post." Miranda Devine. Now, that's a pretty specific number. Mm-hmm. The document also
0: noted Hunter's residence was Joe Biden's home in Wilmington, Delaware, where the president has seemingly kept classified documents alongside his Corvette out in the garage. The document additionally reveals Hunter checked a box showing he was an owner of the quote-unquote current residence.
2: (laughs) Crackheads always think they own stuff.
0: It's not clear why Hunter noted he owned, well, now it is clear, a location where he paid rent or why he listed his current address as Joe Biden's residence with rent payments. Representative Elise Stefanik, the third most senior House Republican, stated Hunter and the Biden crime family will be held accountable for their threats to national security. Each day it becomes clearer that Joe Biden and the Biden crime family are corrupt, And a significant threat to national security, she tweeted, our House Republican majority will hold them accountable. Representative Jim Banks speculated Joe Biden could have skimmed the rental payments from the Biden family business ventures. One of the other things that we have to start focusing on is on the tax returns for Joe Biden as well. Now that that standard's been set with Trump and we need to be those getting released. Uh, and not not just the ones he's released He can say, I did that already. No, no, no. Where are the S-corps? Yes. Where's all the S-corps? Uh, we want those.
2: Your foundation, the Penn, Penn Biden Center. I'm sure there's there's uh, tax returns that had to be filed for that stuff.
0: Uh, that's one way to skim 10% off the top for the big guy, uh, Jim Banks said. Roger O'Hanley, a lawyer and civil rights activist, described how he believed Joe Biden sold out America. It's simple corruption. China pays Hunter. Hunter pays Joe. Joe sells out America. We the people lose. Bidens get rich. Several Republican lawmakers have demanded Joe Biden's impeachment after about 25 classified documents were discovered in three locations, including Joe Biden's garage in Delaware. So these two numbers are exactly the same. $49,910. Seems a little too specific to be coincidence for me. Again, this is a day you're thankful that the Republican told the House. I right, live from Studio 6B News and Sports coming up when we get back right after this. sound like the blues which means let me talk to you about our friends at Birch Gold Group the Biden administration's new year's goals or what they're what they always are and that's why we're going to have this debt ceiling coming up tax and spend turn a blind eye to inflation and of course that's at odds with your goals of trying to secure your savings you saved your whole life who wants to be punished for saving with inflation which is what you're being right now when you finally had enough though of the games government is playing Well, try diversifying into gold. And to do that, use our friends at Birch Gold. I'm tired of my money being impacted by stupid decisions by leaders in Washington. For over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, and stock market crashes. And here's the great news. You can still get it. In fact, you can own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text the word America. Send it to 989898. Claim your free information kit on gold today. With almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs, Birch Gold can help you. Protect yourself with gold today. Text America to the number 989898. They have an a rating with the Better Business Bureau. Thousands of satisfied customers. Countless five-star reviews. Secure your future with gold. Start today with a free information kit. There is zero obligation to make this request. Just text America to nine eight nine eight nine eight. Do it today with Birch Gold. Eighteen past the hour, live from Studio Six B. I want to say what's up to uh, Angel Walker in the uh, getter chat. She just said hello to me, and uh, I want to say uh, we got all the regulars in there. Good, good, uh, good chat tonight. Lively especially on the Joe Biden stuff and the Hunter Biden stuff. Um... All right, let's do some sports right now and hear what that is. Slick Rick, Rick Amorati. Someone said you need to lay off. Maybe you need to try some decaf. You were fired up in the rodeo there, Slick Rick. <laughs> I was
1: fired up for the rodeo. Yeah. Why not? Come on. All
0: right, yeah, come on, come on, come on. All right, Sound let's like, go. I'm fired up for NCAA. Sound like the Blues. Sound like the Blues. right, let's do some sports.
1: NCAA men's basketball gets a couple of scores tonight. We haven't hit on any scores. We got number nine, Tennessee, Rick. They won tonight over Mississippi State, 70-59. Oh, and Houston, number one, Houston, Big D. Over too lean, the Greenies. They won 80 to 60. Too lean. What's that? Tulane. Tulane, yeah, the wave. No. And, uh, the green wave. The, the green wave, baby. And right now, uh, at the, oh, look at this good game here. Kansas, number two Kansas, and Kansas State, number 13, tied at 72, heading to OT. Great game tonight over on ESPN, uh, but don't leave us. Iowa State, 47-41 over Texas, 15 to go in the second half. Bama over Vanderbilt, 36-25 minutes to go in the first half. Penn State and Wisconsin at the half. Penn State and the Lions leading the Badgers, 36-30, and Ways. Wake Forest and Clemson early on, 20-12 to 12 Wake Forest over over the Tigers. And uh, Baylor right now, 15-11 to 11 over Texas Tech. Murray State and Belmont just underway, as is Georgia and Kentucky. All right, let's get to a couple of quick stories, Big D. How about this one? Bills, DeMar Hamlin files for awesome trademark. This is from Larry Brown, sports Steve DelVecchio. DeMar Hamlin continues to recover from the cardiac arrest. He suffered on the field two weeks ago, and the Buffalo Bills defensive back is taking care of some busy... In the meantime, Hamlin has filed for at least three trademarks over the past 10 days. Trademark attorney Josh Gerben revealed that Hamlin filed trademarks for the phrases, did we win? And three is back on January 6th. Three days later, Hamlin filed a trademark application for the phrase, you've won at life. Hamlin was unconscious at the hospital for two days after he collapsed on the field and had his heartbeat restored. When he awoke, doctors said one of the first things Hamlin asked him was whether or not the Bills won their game against the Cincinnati Bengals. The contest was postponed eventually canceled. Doctors responded by telling Hamlin he won the game of life. After seeing what happened with Hamlin's charity organization, it is safe to assume plenty of people will support him if his trademark applications are approved. Good to see that young man doing well. I have a feeling the bills may end up conjuring him up for some... Inspiration, Big D, at one of their future games. We shall see. Bills and Cincinnati Bengals. I wouldn't say it's a rematch because the game was postponed, but they're going to get it on this weekend. Looks like a good game. I believe that's on Saturday, Big D. We'll have that in the odds makers, of course. Um, and uh, let's see. One more story. And there's a reason why the great state of Iowa, the Catholic Archdiocese, is doing the right thing because. Well, Cambridge hosting elementary Girl X sporting event for anyone who identifies with girlhood. This is Warner Todd Houston. Again, a bright spot. the only place you're going to see it in sports. The city of Cambridge, Massachusetts, is raising eyebrows after City Women's Civil Rights Commission announced a sports event for girls age 5 to 11 that will include little boys who identify as girls. Sorry to report this, but the Cambridge Commission on the status of woman is, is pushing its new Girl X or Girl X uh, sports program. It is offering to girls from kindergarten and fifth grades that will also include boys who identify as with, as girls. And uh, anyway, this is an event that they're having up in Massachusetts. Um, and according to the description at its Eventbrite tickets entry, the event is for trans kids as well as natural born girls. Hence the glitch, the uh, kit, catchy uh, girl X handle. Uh, take a break from the cold and get active. Come join us for a fun free event for families with girl X in kindergarten through fifth grade. Um, this event is open to all who identify as girls or with girlhood. Cambridge is also home to Harvard and Massachusetts in Institute of Technology, two other highly woke institutions. So craziness out there, Big D. Thank God for the great state of Iowa. Anyway, that's back to you, Big D. That's a wrap.
0: All right, very good, Slick Rick. Thanks. We'll do some more sports before we wrap up the show. Uh, Stilskin in the Getter Chat. I am well aware of, um, of what is going on uh, this morning, and I feel bad for, uh, for Zen Jr., To have your partner so quickly think about, well, I mean, I don't know how else you would say it other than throwing him directly under the bus. What happened? Driving over him and then backing back over him is what Ed Henry did to Zen Jr. this morning as he was interviewing. That's terrible. Yeah, terrible. Uh Terrible. Ed Henry was um, interviewing Kevin Sorbo this morning. Hercules. Yes, he was excellent. And it was a great interview. And then the morning show is fantastic. And he said something about golf. Uh-oh. He said, how's your golf game? Well, Sorbo says, well, I'm playing to about a four right now. Well, Ed's, Ed's eyes lit up like a kid on
3: Christmas morning. <laughs> oh, don't tell Are me. You serious? And he
0: immediately, immediately wow. said, you know, came back from commercial break. And Junior was almost off the team by then. Wow. Woo. Oh, man. I mean, just you couldn't man. have. You couldn't come up with it any quicker. I mean, it was really—I was concerned. Wow, hearing it, I was—that's Oof, Oof. not chemistry. That's not the chemistry you want going into the Rav Open here this year. So no. did he? Did he? Uh, did he make? No, the he change? hasn't officially made a move. We'll have to—you have to tune in tomorrow morning. Oh my ass! And see what happens here. If he has reconsidered his position with a full-fledged apology, which is the only thing I think acceptable, to Zen Junior, or if maybe not.
2: Is he going to make Sorbo play uh, Zen Jr. for a place on his team? I don't know.
0: I I kind (laughs) of got the feeling that maybe Sorbo would be at the course, and then, you know, the first hole – Junior puts it into the woods or something, and then it's like, hey, yeah. go get me a, can you yeah. give me a hot dog? And a <laughs> and, <you> know, <laughs> sorry, him, sc- no space available for you to come. You know, one yeah. of those deals. Hey, go scratch. Yeah. Scratch golf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was very concerned. Wow. Tune in tomorrow morning. Make Ooh. sure you're locked in on American Sunrise, yeah. 8 to 10, with Ed and Karen, because this is very concerning. I'm sure uh, Zen Junior's put a lot of work in. He thinks he's got team chemistry with his captain.
3: Uh, you get this you, this
0: was, kind ooh, of behavior. Yeah. This morning you know, was. You know, I always, I always wondered
2: about that, that Ed Henry. He looks like a nice guy, but he'll mm. cut you.
0: I don't know. Nah. So we'll have yeah. to see tomorrow morning what happens or, if that continues. Well, in talk. this
2: case, he clubbed him.
0: So, yeah. Um, all right. Well, we don't have a lot of time here. We'll do some news when we get back. Plus, we've got crazy time to get to. Plus, we have the media today in the press briefing room with Jean-Pierre, who I'm convinced at this point <laughs> She's gonna break. is just acting. They're just... Putting her out as like almost like a front like a front uh, they they know what they're doing to her. It's like she's
2: sitting she's sitting on one of the in one of those dunk tanks, right? And they're just they're just letting letting her get, get dunked time and again.
0: Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like. She a- is she is lost, incompetent, and quite frankly, stupid. So not a great combination to be in the press briefing room. So I live from studio 6B. More to do on a Tuesday. 30 minutes past the hour, live from Studio 6B on a Tuesday night. Glad you're in slick. Rick's going to do some more sports. Rick's going to do some news here in a second. Let's do Crazy Town, G. Because I guess um, the Golden State Warriors, who I guess won the NBA championship, were at the White House and they they bring in these championship teams. And Biden welcomed them to the White House, and here's how it went. Roll that, G.
4: me immense personal pride as the Vice President of the United States to no. say Dub Nation is in the house. My yeah. family and my Bay Area friends are among the many who are gathered here Oof. to congratulate our Golden State Warriors, the 2022 NBA champions. Doug and I, the first, second gentleman of the United States. Together with our family who are here, have watched this team on television and in person. I have a fond wow. memory Is there another way of to a watch particular them? playoff <laughs> game in Oakland at Oracle. So we were headed to the game,
2: Oh great but story. stuck
4: in standstill traffic.
2: Were you on a bus?
4: And we were worried that we were going to miss bus. the tip-off. Now, I was Attorney General of California at the time, mm. And to the dismay of my security detail, I decided to jump out the car yeah, <laughs> and right. take Bart instead. Equity, equality, and justice. Oh. It is now my great honor to introduce two people who embody and live by these important principles. One of them is a two-time MVP. And a four-time NBA champion. The other is the champion of our nation. Ugh. Ugh. You're Ugh. Welcome.
5: <laughs> I'm tempted to say is honors them to be here speaking. I'm not sure I wouldn't be more excited if I was standing back there. <laughs> There's several other members Doesn't of the California dribbling. delegation here, are also here, <laughs> along with several city and state leaders, but as Kamala said. But as Oops. Kamala said, Camilla, Camilla. Golden State Warriors are always welcome <laughs> in this White House. Four NBA titles, six finals, and in the last eight seasons. That ain't bad, man. That ain't bad. The stand line of a dynasty. But uh, the last couple of years are pretty tough. Critics wondered if this team was gone for good as a championship team. But fellas, I know what it feels but. like. he's run out of fingers. You know all see the size of those rings? He has to walk along like this. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. Oh my God! <laughs> Reimagine the team around the big three: Steph, Damon, and, uh, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, he <laughs> He said Steph, Damon. <laughs> Steph. He
4: Earning said Damon. Your first
5: Finals MVP award. Finals. That's not bad, man. <laughs> <laughs> How does it feel compared to all those other MVPs? <laughs> That's That's the best one, all right. Yeah. You know, and they 180B. don't do it with a. I style thought the of same thing when I
0: won mine. Stuff. Does
5: anything other than reflect America? Constant motion, and let me close with this: America can be summed up, Talking I believe, in a single word. I was asked by Xi Jinping on the uh, Tibetan plateau oh, some years right. ago. He said, "Can you define <laughs> <the> America?" <please>? <laughs> <laughs> we were shooting hoops. That's truth. And I said, "Yes." We were in shooting hoops at uh, uh, the, the plateaus of the Himalayas. Our national motto is "E pluribus unum." That means, uh, Out of many, <laughs> one. Well, you put the dub nation in that place. What? What?
2: <laughs> Sing happy birthday.
6: Right
1: <laughs> She's one and done. <laughs> That's what
0: she is. <laughs> What is he doing? Proposing. <laughs> she said, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. it <laughs> was well, the first time for everything. Yes. What? Why is he doing that? I guess getting a photo. <laughs>
4: Whoa, oh. come on, Joe.
1: Wow. Wow. Good. Good
2: gravy. He's a good time. Bro. He is.
0: <laughs> Why would you get on a knee as the president of the United States? I don't care what the situation uh, is. Yeah. Oh, my God.
2: Maybe they're cutting back his meds. Yeah. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> Told you.
0: Ay, ay, ay. Oh, man. Okay. It's the same pose he was in when he won the championship. Oh, yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's right. what it was. Could have been. Yeah, Cam- Camila said that uh, she wasn't going to do that. So okay, that's interesting.
2: When he was playing with Bob Cousy and uh, Will Chamberlain. On All
0: right, name. let's do some news, and then we'll do the press briefing room today. That wasn't uh, wasn't quite as um, nice as that supposed ceremony there. Uh, what, what's going on in the news? Well, a couple things
2: revolving around the vaccine. We'll get to this one first from the Twitter files coming from just the news. A major vaccine manufacturer turns out, you can guess who it was, pressured Twitter to censor tweets from people demanding cheaper generic pharmaceuticals instead of expensive branded ones. A new Twitter files dump has showed. The revelation came from journalist Lee Fang, who wrote on Twitter that German pharmaceutical company BioNTech, who we know works with Pfizer, put direct pressure on Twitter to Censor activists demanding low-cost generics for low-income countries. BioNTech, in December of 2020, reached out to Twitter to request that Twitter directly censor users tweeting at them to ask for generic low-cost vaccines. Twitter responded quickly to the former request. Fang noted, though, ultimately, it's not clear what actions Twitter ultimately took. On this particular uh, request, several Twitter employees noted in subsequent messages that none of this activism constituted abuse, Fang pointed out, but the company continued to monitor the tweets anyway. And the latest revelations are coming as part of the Twitter Files campaign launched by Elon Musk to expose much of what the social media company's censorship policies have been the previous several years. So interesting that we get another look behind the curtain.
0: Mm. of big tech. Here's a little look behind the curtain. Cut one, G. This was the press briefing room today. Roll that.
6: Such a quiet day. Nothing going on here. Huh. We Not are consistent <laughs> with what we have said on cooperating Wait, fully sure. uh, with the Department of Justice on this issue, and we, c- we will continue to cooperate fully with the special counsel.
4: Thanks, Thanks Greg. Uh, on Friday, you stood here, though, and were asked about this documents issued by our counsel 18 times. At that point, the president's lawyers had found these five additional pages of classified documents so did you not know on Friday that those documents had been found when you were at the podium or are you being directed by someone to not be forthcoming Thank on this issue? I'm, I
6: have been forthcoming from this podium uh, and I was repeating what the what the uh, council was sharing at that time right, and had, so we had that
4: statement so we knew what was in it but you also exactly. knew did you not know that, the I'm documents you, had that I am
6: telling you I just answered the question I just said that I was repeating what the information that we had yes. at that time right uh, and that's one of the reasons that your question to me is one of the reasons why I'm I we are being very very careful your question actually proves that and that's why we're oh, going to continue uh, really? uh, to refer you to Department of Justice and refer you to the special counsel can all my all colleagues the
4: At White House counsel does President Biden have confidence in the way his team is handling this with this oh, trickle-out of information I, and the Documents being found day, after day? I can
6: tell you this the president has confidence I can tell you this that the president and his team Uh, rightfully took action when they learned that the documents existed they reached out to the archives
2: the White House says Republicans are faking outrage on this issue why shouldn't Americans be outraged about classified documents being found in a garage
6: look and I think I've been very clear about this we have answered questions on this he didn't know Right? He said that he was surprised, and Ignorance he said that he honest, takes yes. classified information and documents very, very seriously. Uh, but we're going to be prudent here and make sure that we are not uh, interfering in this process. I guess
0: that's why I'm asking, though, because you've said that you don't want to interfere here and be prudent about the process. But the White House did post a statement saying that Republicans are faking outrage. So, to that point, why, why shouldn't Americans be upset? About documents found in a garage. Uh,
6: that's for uh, that's for the American people to decide.
2: The president uh, you know, loves his Delaware Home It's an extremely personal space for him. Is he physically joining in the search for these things, rummaging around, you know, these boxes <laughs> in the garage and wherever else? Yes. I mean, in the garage.
6: Are you, are you <laughs> listening he to the, the around, question that you're asking me? Is, is like, no, he's, like, uh, no, it's look, he's look, listening to your answers. Okay, look, look, taking look, part
2: look, in searching for his own documents. Look, I'm yes. going to be very consistent
6: here. Uh, I am going to be very clear here. Did you, Which or nothing. did you not yeah. know
4: exactly. about the additional facts? I,
6: I already, I literally just answered that question. What, time, did you and know? I confirm. No, I did not know. I'm saying I had the information. I actually said this to Cecilia. I had the information that you all had at the time.
4: When did you learn about the documents found at the Penn Center in November and in Wilmington in December?
6: When your team was in, was uh, doing a story on it. You continued to point us to the DOJ.
4: So I wonder why then did the White House counsel go to Wilmington to facilitate the handing over of documents to the DOJ? That is separate? How is that separating the White House from the DOJ? And
6: Weija, I appreciate the questions. I know there's going to continue to be dozens more questions (laughs) probably today. And I will say, reach out to the White House counsel's office. That is something for them to answer.
0: Uncomfortable smile It's related on her face. to something that you Absolutely. keep telling us, which is
4: how much it is important to this White House to separate the White House from the DOJ's investigation. But the White House Counsel was the one to go and facilitate the documents, to look for the documents. Again,
6: and- they have been working very closely with the Department of Justice. I would refer you to them. If you want to know specifically about their actions, specifically about what they're doing, I would point you to the White House Counsel's Office. Look. Guys, you guys can ask me this a hundred times, 200 times if you wish. I'm going to keep saying the same thing. Which I hear nothing. your question, it's been asked, it's been answered, it's been noted, and we're just gonna try to move on here. Uh, ah, and we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. I'm just not gonna, you're asking a question that should go to the White House counsel's office any spe- anything specific to the DOJ or special counsels uh, 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 what, what do they're mean? doing uh, you need to reach out to them
4: are you upset that you came out to this podium on Friday with incomplete and inaccurate information <laughs> and are you concerned that it affects your credibility up here I'm, I'm
6: just not going to go down uh, any rabbit hole here? I'm going to be very consistent. I'm going to be very prudent.
2: The first call that the president's personal attorneys (laughs) made on November 2nd was not to the FBI that they had found what we now know were top secret documents out in the open. The first call was to officials here at this White House in the West Wing. How is that the right thing? Isn't that the right thing when you see some? If you're a lawyer and you don't have a security clearance and you see a classified document, shouldn't you call the Justice Department's National Security Office, right away.
6: Again, I'm going to refer you to the White House Counsel's Office. That is something for them to answer. That is a very specific question. They will engage you with, engage with on you on this, just like my colleague did for almost an hour. She is lost.
0: <laughs> There's no reason <laughs> me, she me, can't answer now. any of these qu- why all these questions. None of this White House Counsel to deal with documents from two administrations ago. These are, we're not talking about
2: presidential records from this White House. Why is this White House counsel involved in this matter at all?
6: Again, this is something for the White House counsel that's a good uh, question. to yeah. address. We have to folks have together. Okay, folks have together. I'll see you guys tomorrow. You have you time? Time? Six times that turned out to be false. Are you sorry about that? I'll see you tomorrow. Come wow. talk to me.
0: Come talk to me. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's talk where we're at. That's it. Come talk to me. That's 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 where we're at. There's no reason she can't answer those questions, none, other than they don't want you to know. They do not want you to know. Man. Because there's more going on here than what we know right now. There's no doubt about it. Who's the whistleblower? And why did they blow the whistle? Who is it? To the hour live from studio 6b on a tuesday night glad you're in slick rick's been doing sports rick delgado's been doing the news let's do some news right now then we'll do some sports before we wrap it up and here with the news is rick delgado what's going on
2: hey right, you caught me off guard a little bit uh, uh here's some news we're on distro tv that's kind of
0: cool i just saw that in the chat Yeah.
2: And yeah. we were looking it up uh in the break and it's it looks like a really great another great uh platform where if you uh want to check out the show you've got it at your fingertips you click on the real america's voice tab boom takes you right there live to the show and you and you're watching us live looks great too sweet so if you're into it go check out distro tv uh for all, everything on real america's voice here's something you, you, that might, that might uh you know kind of uh Uh, Poach your potato there, Damon. Uh, uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen was warning that the U.S. will hit its debt limit this week Uh uh, by January 19th, which... You know, if you're looking at the uh, calendar, oh, that's just two days away. In a letter addressed to the big four congressional leaders, Yellen said the Treasury Department will begin deploying so-called extraordinary measures to prevent the U.S. from defaulting, defaulting on its obligations. Mm. Uh, yeah, I feel yeah. like we've heard that before. Failure to meet the government's obligations would cause irreparable harm, she says, sure. to the U.S. economy, mm-hmm. the livelihoods of all Americans, and global financial stability, Yellen said. I respectfully urge Congress to act promptly to protect the full faith and credit of the united states extraordinary measures the treasury takes include a range of items such as halting contributions to certain government pension funds suspending state and local government series securities and borrowing money set aside to manage exchange rate fluctuations
0: it's just nonsense hopefully the republicans can have a united front to actually tackle this this time Four hundred and fifty billion, or some. So let's call it four hundred billion comes in every month. The debt service is about forty-five billion. Maybe it's a little higher now with the interest rates up. And then, um, compelled by the Fourteenth Amendment, the debt has the debt service has to be paid first, which it is. There's plenty of money to, to service the debt. And then after that, there's priorities of what has to be paid. You pay existing interest, principal, and pensions. Existing not prospective you know we've shut the government down 17 times between 1976 and 1995 and we all survived the government survived people got their money uh people got their social security the military didn't go away we all survived it's just an absolute red herring that they play on this that um that oh it's everything's going to fall apart this is not going to get paid social security is going to get paid the debt's going to get paid And whatever's left after the order of things you have, which is the debt, then you have um, like the VA, you have uh, Social Security, you have these entitlements that have to be paid in the order. And then whatever's left, the president and Congress have to get together and actually live by a budget if the government shuts down. Because you have a certain amount of money coming in and that's what you have. You're not going to borrow new money to pay off the money you borrowed before. This idea that we cannot service the debt is, is such nonsense.
3: It is absolute nonsense. It is absolutely not true. Paying the debt is compelled by the 14th Amendment.
0: There's plenty of money to service the debt, even with the higher interest rates. It's just nonsense. And the Republicans never
3: make the case to the American people in any way about it. They just let them demagogue on this all the time, every time it comes up. Well, you
2: know what? But when you do have the media on your side helping you de- uh, demagogue on it, it's tough to beat that. So we'll see what happens. Uh, again, that's just two days away. Actually, it's uh, now no, one day away, really, uh, since the 17th is almost over. This one quietly came out. I don't know if you, you know who Steve Kirsch is, right? I do? Yes. He's got a great substack. You can go and check this out, but I pulled this from Revolver.News. Steve Kirsch, on his substack, released this. FAA quietly admits many pilots are now experiencing abnormal EKGs. So if you've got some uh, flying plans... Something to think about. Uh, he shared a very eye-opening, Steve Kirsch did, a very eye-opening and rather disturbing Substack newsletter involving the FAA, pilots, and abnormal EKGs, three things you never want to hear talk about in succession. What it reveals and what it says is really going on behind the scenes should have everyone concerned. Now, this is kind of a long thing. I'm not going to dive through it because I know we've got to get the sports. I will post it on my, uh, on my getter page. So if you want to go over there, Ugly American rad, and I will post this story, or you can just look it up for yourself on uh, Steve Kirsch's Substack. But it's a, uh, it's quite disturbing when you when you see some of the things that they've got in here, and they talk about how they've, they've expanded the, yes, uh, yeah, they expanded the um, the range yeah. from a normal the max of point two to unlimited, um, which is extraordinary because it it exposes something that they know that cardiac harm is seem to be um affecting a lot of
0: pilots yeah all right, let's get to sports. And here with that, uh, brought to you by Mike Lindell and my Pillows. Slick so Rick, what's going on, pal? All right, we're going to go back to the rodeo. Another Tuesday night two-step tango with the
1: rodeo. National Western Stock Show. We did the timed events earlier. Now we got to do the riding events. Back out to the Denver Coliseum. Beautiful Denver, Colorado. Bracket five. got we got, we'll steer, we'll see, we got bareback riding. Get it together, Rick. Clay Jorgensen, 82 <laughs> points on Bailey Pro Rodeo's Viewmaster. Remember the Viewmaster? Saddle, Bronc. Bracket five. Quinn. McWater, 82 and a 82.5 points on Survey Brother Rodeo's San Luis. And Bull Riding, bracket five as well. We got uh, Connor Muranian, uh, 84.5 points on Billy Pro Rodeo's Younger Brother. Total payout, $182,380. Little upset alert in NCAA men's basketball in overtime. Kansas State, number 13 Kansas State, upsets Kansas. Number two Kansas, 83-82 big upset there. So, you know, it's getting early, but March Madness is just around the corner, boys. We can't wait for that. We'll have a lot of money on the line with odds makers uh, Right now, Utah State leads UNLV 46-37 at the half, and uh, Boise State over Nevada 42-36. Those games in action, and as well, Georgia uh, leading Kentucky 33-24. Four minutes to go in the first. Got time for a story. Yes, okay. Uh, well, we got to get the update. Australian Open underway. Novak Djokovic opens his, his first round yesterday uh, in Melbourne, Australia. Australia. He had a good win yesterday uh, in the Rod Lever Arena. He won 6-3, 6-4, 6-0. Um, this was over Roberto carballos Uh, And that that finished after midnight. But extreme heat that they're dealing with as well. Iga Shvitek won tonight as well, 6-3, 6-2. She is the world woman's number one. And Anja right now, I think she just finished up a match. She won in three sets. So getting going in the uh, in the Aussie Open, Australian Open. The first big tournament of the year in tennis. And one more good story. Bengals players go above and beyond for a fan with Down Syndrome. A great memory. Uh, this is from Amy Furrow Breitbart. A boy got a huge surprise in Cincinnati when Bengals coach Zach Taylor and some players made his day unforgettable. Uh, I'll really, i quickly, I know we have a lot of time. I'll just paraphrase. The young man, obviously Down Syndrome, probably about, I think he was about nine years old, eight years old, was there waiting outside. And who comes out? Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. I mean, just absolute great stuff. Cincinnati Bengals, great team. Been through a lot this year. Got a big game coming up this Weekend, Big D, and uh, anyway against the Buffalo Bills, but we'll be ch- chatting that a little later in the week. That's yep. wrapping sports. Back to you.
0: All right, so, Greg, thanks very much. The thing to watch out for, and you heard it here first, maybe not, but someone else may have said it. But what you're going to watch out for in the debt ceiling argument is when the Democrats decide that, well, you know what, the Constitution is standing in our way here. Uh, Biden's going to start to tell you that he'll raise the debt limit on his own if the Republicans won't do it. That'll be where the Republicans need to have a unison front. And be able to come back, because as he's already tried to take the power of the purse away from Congress, where it lies, with the student debt forgiveness, he's going to absolutely do it in this debt ceiling argument if it gets to that, which it better if the Republicans have any you-know-what this time around. He's going to argue that he can do it unilaterally by himself through executive order, and that needs to be fought. So, all right, um, as always... We salute our military, active, inactive police, firefighters, first responders, EMTs, everybody on the front lines, all of our truckers, all of our farmers, everybody that keeps this country moving forward. Thanks, guys, on the show. Slick Rick. Rick Delgado, Geo, Fran, for holding it down as always, and of course, most of all, we thank you, the live from Studio 6B audience. We'll see you tomorrow night. Grant Stinchfield will hang through his show and join us in the opening segment tomorrow night, live from Studio 6B, 8 p.m. Right here, live on Real America's Voice.